He's worthy of all the praise, honor, and the glory. I don't know if I believe y'all. Amen. I don't know if I believe y'all. Is he worthy or not? Is he worthy? Is our God worthy of all the praise, all the honor, and the glory? We serve an awesome and mighty God. We are grateful to be in his presence once again. Amen. Amen. Uh, blessed to close out the fast today. Amen. Look at y'all. I got Super Bowl on your mind. I got wings and everything else on your mind. I do too. Praise God. Amen. I can't lie. I can't lie. But we're excited that God is good and God is kind. Amen. Can you please stand for the reading of God's word? Hallelujah. Today we'll be in the book of Joshua. The children are getting together. The book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. This is the message version. Amen. And it reads as follows. If you decide that it's a bad thing to worship God, then choose a God you'd rather serve. And do it today. Choose one of the gods of your ancestors. Worship from the country beyond the river. Or one of the gods of the Amorites. On whose land you're now living. But as for me and my family. We'll worship God. Amen. Amen. Today, today we're going to take inventory. Watch this. On my family's values. Amen. Taking inventory on my family's values. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Black History Month is this month where we celebrate all the accomplishments made by African Americans. Uh, I seen Morgan Freeman say something. I felt him. Uh, he doesn't like Black History Month because we should be celebrating all year, to be honest. Uh, don't reduce us to a month when we've done so much. But my job today is I try to encourage us that we cannot forget about all the accomplishments people have made in the past, have done great things. But we, let's be for real, one thing we got to get back to if we want to make black history great, I believe, is focusing on the family. That if we focus on our families, then our futures will flourish. That's it. We find in today's text, the last chapter of the book of Joshua, one of the most memorable and important statements made in all the Bible. I read the message version, but the King James version, grandma version says, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As we know, this is the year of focus for us at New Creation Church. As a church, a group of people that makes up a body of believers who believe Jesus is Lord, the patriarchs and matriarchs, the leaders, the male and female leaders of our families, must make sure that we set the bar for who Jesus is in our lives. So we're going to go through some text today, y'all. I'm going to kind of go through a lot of chapters, so follow me, flow with me. But first thing we got to talk about is who is Joshua? Who, Who is Joshua? Everybody might not know who Joshua is. So let me either introduce you or remind you who exactly is and why this statement is so important Several thousand years later, yeah, yeah, Joshua makes his first appearance in Exodus 17 against the Amalekites. Moses tells Joshua, go find some men who can go to war for us. Uh, I love this. He says, go find some men who can go to war for us. And immediately Joshua goes to find men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds men and get them to hold Moses' arms up. The longer they hold Moses' arms up, the more they in control of the battle, and they eventually win the battle. I love this. He's Moses' successor. That's who Joshua is. But in the scripture I'm using where he started, it didn't begin like that. 
It started by honoring the man of God. My God, I love this, Joshua. Joshua off top is honoring the man of God. Moses said, look here, go do this. Go get some men. He didn't hesitate. He went exactly to go get some men to do what Moses asked him to do. And what I love about Joshua's life already, when he shows up, he's honoring. Uh, uh, shameless plug, I got to show y'all what honor is. Uh, last Sunday, I do a conference call with my pastor every first of the month. And, and, and I love him. My pastor has notoriety. Uh, uh, he has no writing all these things and he don't ask for much. We had to give him something when we first became in the fellowship, but he don't ask for nothing. There's an offering in Cleveland when we go up there once a year and, and, and some guys got on. They said, look here, Pastor, uh, you do too much. You're so good to us. You impart so much in us. Some people charge thousands of dollars to be in their presence and you never ask us for nothing. So we said, this is the first year I'm doing this, beginning of the year. I want everybody who can, uh, who you can, if I mean something to you, give me $500 if I mean something. And, and, and it blessed me. Uh, 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 why? I gave my 500. First of all, I honor my pastor. Amen. But, but people who gave more, who had more, gave more. And he said, I understand this. Everybody ain't got a whole lot of members. I understand where you're coming from. Some of y'all 500, really 5,000. Uh, some of y'all 500, 5,000. But I honor what you give. And we honor the man of God and was able to bless the ministry. And what I want to show you is when you honor people of God who mean something in your life, God going to always show up and show out. Uh, uh, I believe this. I remember, you remember when Brother Shamar, when we first join Pastor Vernon's fellowship. Watch this. He says, since I got connected to Pastor Vernon and I start giving, I ain't never been broke another day in my life. Uh, uh, I, I want to attribute some of miracles, expressions, blessings. I want to attribute some of our success in our own business is because we honor the man of God. Don't miss that. So understand how important honoring is. So Exodus 24, when Moses is given the tablets that would let her become the Ten Commandments that would be wrote with the finger of God only Joshua is allowed to go to the mountain with him, my God. Now, only Moses can talk to God, but Joshua can be present. So while Moses goes up to the mountain, Joshua is at the bottom of the mountain waiting for Moses to come back. This is Exodus 24. Look, we're going to jump to 32. Just follow me today, man. Stay with him. When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come back down the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come on, they said. Make us some gods who can lead us. We don't know what happened to that fellow Moses who brought us here from the land of Egypt. Wow. Wow. First thing I want to talk about today is impatience leads to idolatry. Amen. Ooh, help us, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, this, this, I don't know. This might not be an amen message today, but I got to teach. Amen. Impatience leads to idolatry. Moses, who's instrumental in freeing the people from Egyptian bondage. Moses. Is the answer to their prayers. They've been praying and praying and praying, asking God to free them. God sends Moses to do his work in Egypt, and somehow, some way, the children of Israel are doing nothing but complaining. Wow. Yeah, they said we don't have water. Three days after crossing the Red Sea, we ain't got no water. Passover just happened. A guy killed one of the firstborn of everybody that wasn't under the blood. They didn't have the blood over their doorpost. God killed one of everyone. So Egyptians firstborn died that night. He split the Red Sea. He made the sun go dark. He made frogs come up from the Nile River. He's done all this stuff. And they walk in and God sees wood. Moses sees some water. He throws some wood in the water to make it good water. My question is if God's done so much, why do you think he can't give you water? He split a Red Sea. He tell water where to go. And you mean to think he can't give you water? Look at this, y'all. We're going to go back to Exodus 16 and 3. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. Wow. There we sat around, pots filled with meat, and ate all the bread we wanted. 
But now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us to death. They are so impatient in what God can do for them. They rather go back to the world than trust God. They're so impatient. Yeah, they, they want to go back to Egypt, polytheism, where it's the worship of many gods. We got the God of the sun, the God of the moon, the God of the stars, the God of water, the God of the... They want to go back to that. They want to go back to a place where they were enslaved and beaten. They want to go back to a place that was murdering their babies. They want to go back to a place. Watch this. They tried to eliminate their men. Didn't respect their religious belief. They want to go back to that. Because of their stomach. Come on. Come on. Come on, Fasting. Yeah. That your stomach can lead you into making bad decisions. Come on. Come on, Adam and Eve. Ate themselves out of house and home. It's a trip. Slavery got us so twisted. Watch this. And I hate it for us as African Americans. Slavery got us so messed up. Because he keeps saying, go back to the God of your ancestors, right? They, they, they say uh, people in Egypt was black, so let's go ahead and back to Egypt. We know they was black, so let's worship what they did. Let's go back to the God of our ancestors. And that, that's what you want to do, that's cool. But my Bible tells me that Joseph spent time in Egypt. What my Bible tells me. My Bible tells me that when Joseph's brothers showed up, they couldn't tell the difference between him and the Egyptian. What my Bible tells me. So who told you your ancestors were just Egyptians? How you know you ain't a Hebrew? How you know when they couldn't tell the difference between the Egyptian and the Hebrew? And we saw slavery did such a number on us that we call the Bible a white man's book. We did such a number on us. We so messed up that we want to go back to something that we don't even know we was ever a part of to begin with. Joshua is watching all. He's growing up in the middle of this, y'all, of all this chaos. Seeing people complain about not having enough food. Seeing people complain about God not showing up. Uh, The world can have such a stronghold on you. Watch this. You can find your security in being a slave. Wow. Wow. The the world can have you so beat up and so messed up and so down. You find security in being a slave. But God, the God we serve, he comes through time and time again. They they say, God, we ain't got no food. He gives them manna from heaven, bread from heaven. These beautiful wafers that ain't never nobody had before, ain't nobody ever had again. But God give them. Uh, uh, They say, God, we ain't got no meat. Yeah, yeah, you gave us bread. We sick of the bread. God, we want meat. Uh, uh, Okay, I'm going to give you quail. Amen. He gives them quail. God, we ain't got no water. Okay, I'm going to have Moses hit the rock and water going to come from the rock. They complained and complained and God showed up. And who did that remind us of? Mm, wow. Maybe sometimes we, 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 we complain when we aching for the steak and not thanking him for manna. Yeah. We, 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 we complain when God has provided a good meal, but I ain't got flame and yon, so God must not be good. We complain God got a roof over my head, but I ain't got no mansion, so God must not love me like that. Who do that sound like? We complain instead of thanking him for what we got. We complain and complain and complain. That's good. Help us, God. Back to 32 and 1, y'all. Jesus, help us, they saw how long it was taking Moses to come from the mountain. They impatient. Yeah. He's spending time with God. Y'all saw this man split a Red Sea. Take all the time you need, brother. Take all the time you need. God lead us by a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night. Take all the time you need. Yeah, yeah, you saved us from getting whooped and beat all the time. Yeah, you showed up. Pharaoh said, we can't go. Pharaoh said, I don't know your God. They can't go. You showed up, and now we free? Spent all the time you need, Moses. But they grew impatient. Make us some gods who can lead us. They went to Amram, Moses' brother, who was right with him. Make us some gods. We don't know what happened to this fellow Moses. We, we don't know what he's doing, but he's taking too long. 
Uh, today, I'm sorry, y'all. I come to deal with that complaining spirit in our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a complaining spirit. I'm sorry. You can't live here. Praise God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch this. If God inhabits the praises of his people, then Satan enjoys the complaining of his. That might hit you, that might hit you next week. If God inhabits the praise, we praise God, right? Well, I'm trying to pump y'all up and say, look here, you want God to do something in your life? You better learn who he is. You better praise him. You better lift him up. You better give him glory. But complaining is praise and worship to the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what complaining. Complaining will lead you to compromise what you're doing. Complaining makes you, watch this, adjust your convictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you thought was wrong, but 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 I'm complaining about where I'm at, so I'm gonna go ahead and do what's wrong anyway. I'm sick of complaining where I'm at. Complaining will get you canceled in certain things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be around certain people, and you the complainer of the group. They'll make sure they have the group going on without you. Amen. Keep complaining if you want to. They gonna make sure they make plans without you. Amen. Keep on. You ain't gonna be invited. No more trips. No more business meetings. Keep on complaining. We gotta go without you. Complaining will keep you captive. You will never get to what God has for you if you keep complaining. You will never get to the blessings, the promised land. As we see today, we're going to talk about it a little later. They never got to where they needed to get to because complaining kept them captive. Complaining is cancerous. Body of believers. Complaining will mess us up. We can never get to where we need to get to with people complaining. So stop complaining. They went, watch this, from complaining about God to creating a God. Mm-hmm. Look what complaining did. They went to complaining about, you ain't took us out of here. He ain't did this. We ain't got this. To look, you know what? Now we just need a new God. Uh, we need something else to worship because this God ain't working. We need something else to help us because this God, God ain't listening to our prayers. So y'all, they built a gold calf who's known as Moloch in, in, in Old Testament times. They built a gold cast full of feasting, for fornication, getting drunk. They having this wild festival down there while Moses is trying to hear from God. They down there tripping. Joshua with Moses, they down there tripping, having this whole festival. Moses hearing like, what's going on? What they doing down there? I, I'm tripping, watch this. God had to get them out of Egypt because Egypt had become a part of them. Mm. See, God got to get you out of the world because the world will put a stronghold on you. Yeah, you better, when God moving and God speaking and he's taking your heart, you better get out of that world because he's trying to get you out of there because pretty soon it's going to go from a stronghold to a climate. Yeah, see, see, when it's a stronghold, God can still get in that thing and break it. God can do all things, but the thing about climates... Climates don't really change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we, we grow oranges in Florida. You can't grow oranges in Indiana because of the climate. So God says, look, I got to get you out of that bondage because if I don't and you stick around, it's going to become a climate. These people who know God delivered them, know God is there, know God's been faithful, they still complaining and building gods they saw in Egypt. That's how we do. Watch this. We see how the world acts and the world does, and we copy those behaviors. Yeah, we say things like this. I can drop it like a thotty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a thotty. Y'all know where I'm going. Church girls acting naughty. Church girls getting loose. See, we mix the world and the church so much that we think it's cool and cute to say I can act a fool on Sunday and be holy on Saturday. When the Lord said, be ye holy because I'm holy. Yeah, yeah, he said, be ye holy because I'm holy. 
uh, uh, Lady Thomas says something, watch this. No, ain't none of us perfect, but what I do know is my mind made up. Yeah. I'm not going to compromise my convictions. Yeah. I'm not going to compromise who God is in my life. And if somebody is telling me yeah. I can live one way outside of church yeah. and one way yeah. in the church and still be part of the church, yeah. why would I listen to that person? Wow. Beyonce? Wow. Why would I let that person wow. pour that into my spirit? Because all I want to do is hear something to agree with me anyway. True. Come on, everybody. That's, real. Oh, that's, why, that's why we only tell certain people about our problems. Because we know they're going to agree with us. We know if I tell such and such, they're going to agree with me. They're going to hype me up. They're going to let me know I'm right. I'm justified in my attitude. I'm justified in my anger. I feel even better than I felt before. But I ain't going to tell the person to say, now you wrong with two left shoes. Did you pray before you did that? Did you talk to God before you did that? Maybe you need to go on a fast. Maybe you need to open up your word. What the Bible say? But we listen to people who give us the worst advice. And because we want to feel like it anyway, we use it as justification. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to help us out. So look here, the media talking about guys. We're talking about impatience and idolatry. Just follow me today, y'all. The media is creating superstars and idols through music, sports, entertainment who support sin. Yeah, yeah that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to create superstars through music, entertainment, through all the media who support sin. Why? Because they believe in, the devil believes this. If I can get you to fall in love with a certain sin good enough, you will turn your back on your God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You will put that sin over your religion. You will put that sin over your God. So it's my job to use people who will allow me to influence them to help you make your decisions. So Moses, y'all, Moses is mad. <laughs> Moses on the mountain trying to hear from God. Trying to get, he's trying to get the, he got the Ten Commandments. God then wrote them with his finger. He's like, man, I got something to show y'all. I've been spending time with God. Y'all, it's about to go down. And Moses hear all this stuff down there. Here's all this worship. And he's confused. Moses got an anger problem. Moses killed a brother. Uh, Moses got an anger problem, y'all. He got an anger problem. Moses didn't kill a brother. So, so Moses is upset. He gets down there. He's so mad to see the people turn their backs on God. He grabs the tablets, throws them down, and breaks them. Because he's so angry. He got a righteous anger, though. Yeah, yeah. Some stuff should make us angry. Yeah, come on. Some stuff should, amen. When you see people disrespecting your God, it should make you angry. When you see people doing stuff to discredit your God, it should make you angry. When people act like you just sitting over here scared in the church, it should make you angry. No, I'm not scared of the church. I'm scared of your future. I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to help you to get to where I'm at. But he's angry. He's upset. So Moses is upset, y'all. So let me let you know who Joshua is, because y'all might not know. So I got to tell y'all who Joshua is, why this statement is so important. So now they're going through the wilderness, y'all. And now they get to the promised land. If I had some battles, they get to the promised land. Moses says, I'm going to send 12 spies into the promised land. He says, Joshua, Caleb, and 10 other people. I don't know other people's names. Bible don't mention their names. But he says, Joshua and Caleb and 10 other people. They go over there. Boom. God, this is the promised land. It's flowing with milk and honey. They bought back grapes with big old clusters to show everybody. It got everything we ever dreamed about. Everything God said is over there. We got to get to it. But then they say, but it's giants in the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we can't fight no giants. <laughs> Yeah, we, we look like grasshoppers in that site. That's how we looked at them. We look like grasshoppers in there. Not, 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 not remembering because complaining will cause you to forget. 
uh, uh, not remembering that God has delivered you from Egypt army, who was the most powerful people in the nation at this time. Not to mention God split a red sea, that God has fed you from bed, bread from heaven, he's given you quail, he's given you water, he's done all these things, but now you faced with an opponent and they scared to go forth. Everybody except for Joshua and Caleb. Joshua Christian, no, we can take it. But because of the complaining of the other team, I'm trying to show you how complaining works. Because the other team complained so much, they convinced everybody else they couldn't take the land. Woo! Complaining is cancerous. You mean to tell me they right at the brink of their promise? They right there next to their blessing? Next to the unthinkable? It wasn't even a thought a, a little bit before that. Now it's right in their face. And because they let the wrong people speak into their life, it caused everybody to turn around. The elder people didn't have no faith. So now they had to walk around the wilderness for 40 years. God said, turn around. Y'all don't deserve this. I'm going to raise up a new generation. Everybody tween over dying. I'm going to take the kids in. My God. Ooh, that's a message right there. Come on. Adults better get right. Amen. That that God don't need none of us. He just used us. Amen. That that we don't want to get right here. Raise up a generation that will do his work. That will do his will. That will live accordingly. That will pray. That will love him. So he says, look here. I got to go. Ain't nobody get in. But Aaron, Joshua, Caleb, and Moses. That's the only people getting in, y'all. So they walk around in the wilderness all this time, y'all. Again, I got 40 years. Again, what happens? Y'all know what happens. Come on, the people what? They start complaining. God brought us out here to die. We ain't got no water. So God tells Moses, look here, Moses. They, they tripping as always. Just speak to the rock this time. You know, just, just don't hit it this time. Just speak to the rock. But the church folk got on his nerves. Come on. Let's be free. He's taking them out, right? The church folk complained so much that Moses got an anger problem. Yeah, he's angry. He mad at them because God has done so much. I'm just trying to get to the promised land. All I'm trying to do is get to what God has for me. All I'm trying to do is cross over. I'm, I'm sick of Egypt. I'm sick of bondage. I'm sick of the, I'm just trying to get to where God has. I already can't get in here because y'all acting a fool. Because y'all complain. And now y'all still complaining. So Moses just Moses hit the rock. Moses mad. Moses mad, y'all. He just hit the rock. But because God is God, watch this. He let water come out of the rock. But Moses had to pay a price. Yeah, yeah. God said, you made me look foolish in front of the people. I gave you an instruction. So now you and Aaron, y'all not getting in the promised land. Moses lost his spot in the promised land because complaining and idolatry got so cancerous. Yeah, wow. Can you imagine that? That people, watch this. If you're not careful to have some self-control, that people will literally take you out of your blessing. If you don't have some self-control to say, you know what? Yes, I'm angry. Anger is a natural emotion. Jesus was angry. He flipped over tables when they were selling his stuff in his father's house. It's it's natural emotion to be anger. But the moment I let anger control me, I'm in a dangerous territory. Y'all watch the first 48. Amen. Anger. So many people on there. There's there's some bad ones that just was crazy. But so many people made a quick decision. Mad. Upset. And killed someone. And going to jail sometimes for life. Sometimes death penalty. All because they made a quick decision out of anger. 
Help us, Lord. So, so, so let, let me show you who, who Joshua is, y'all. Joshua 1 and 7. Now Moses died. They're coming back to the promised land. They're about to get ready. Moses died. Joshua is his successor now. So Moses did, and God said, look, I'm with you. Joshua 1 and 7. God's talking to Joshua. Be strong and very courageous. Yes, yes. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Yeah. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. That's a memory verse right there. Got to catch that. That's a memory verse right there. Yeah, I need to be successful in everything I do. Everything. I need to be successful in my marriage. I need to be successful in my parenting. I want to be successful in my private life. I want to be successful in my business. I want to be successful in ministry. I want to be successful in everything I do. He tells us how right there. So Joshua gets the troops together, y'all. Uh, he ain't like Moses. He sent two instead of twelve. Praise God. Amen. He said, I learned my lesson. Amen. Y'all can't. So tell me I gotta learn y'all lessons. Amen. Don't keep going around that same Marbury Bush. Amen. He said, This messed up everybody. I ain't got another I'm, I ain't got another 40 to do. Amen. I can't do another 40 in this wilderness. I can't do it. So I'm only gonna send two spies over there. They meet a woman named Rahab. Uh, uh, she talks to them and they, they tell her she gives them the scoop on how the people are scared of them and they, they really nervous which trips me out she tells them I wasn't even talk about this but God has hit me she tells them how they heard about what your God did in Egypt everybody on this side shaking in their boots yeah. everybody on this side scared to death so y'all went back and told them that they were giants and complained wow. when God already pumped fear in their heart God already got them scared of you, but because you scared of them, the God you see is the God you get. Because they didn't believe God was big enough for their enemies, and God already got their enemies' hearts fearful. They had to go walk for 40 years. Can y'all see why God was mad? Can y'all see why God was upset and said, now I got a, I don't want none of y'all. Ain't none of y'all got no faith. Y'all got faith. Y'all killing these babies' faith, and I refuse to let that go on. I'ma raise up a new generation. That know how to live for me. Yeah, my God, thank you, Lord. So, 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 Joshua, y'all, he leads the people to the promised land of Canaan, y'all. He leads, he leads the people. So, this is the quick version. He leads the people. Uh, that the walls of Jericho come down. It's like Joshua six. They don't even have to fight at the beginning. They just march around seven times, start to praise God, and all the walls fall down. Like, 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 start to praise God, and all the walls fall down. Couple y'all got it. They start to praise God, and all the walls start to fall down. They start to follow y'all got it. They start to praise the walls and all. Maybe some walls ain't falling because you're not praising. Maybe some stuff ain't got to be your life because you ain't praising. Some, some stuff I got to praise. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you think. I know what I need. I know what I'm going through. I know what I need to get out of. So I'm going to praise them in advance. So they walked around, y'all. And it fell down. So, so Joshua, this is the quick version. He begins to give all the 12 tribes of Israel because they took all the Israelites out of Egypt now. Uh, uh, all the people are gone. So, so he begins to take the 12 tribes and spread up their land. And Caleb get a lot of land because Caleb had faith. Amen. I love this because Caleb had to be 40 because he was 85. When they got to the land, so yeah, they walked around the years for uh, wilderness for forty years. So he said, "Look here, uh, I know I want my land, Joshua. I'm as strong as I was now as the day God first showed me the land. Amen. I asked the power of God's testament of preserving you. Amen. That God kept them right. So Caleb's excited. He's getting the land. So the next twenty-two chapters, y'all, 
uh, you see battles, you see them fighting, you see some a rebellion from Israel still. They're trying to get this land together that God has promised them. But watch this. If complaining leads to idolatry, then concentrating leads to intimacy. My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I concentrate on God enough, it's going to lead me to some intimacy with God. Look at this, y'all. Look at this. 23, 1 and 2. The years passed and the Lord had given the people of Israel rest from all their enemies. Joshua, who was now very old, called together all the elders, leaders and judges and officers of Israel. He said to them, look here, I'm a very old man. Woo, I love this. Years have passed now, y'all. I, 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 I gotta go back and read it for yourself. I can't do all the chapters in Joshua. You gotta go back yeah, and read it for yourself. Yeah. That's your homework, son. Read, read Joshua. Yeah. But, 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 but years have passed now, and it said the people of Israel got rest from all their enemies. Mm. Joshua had them concentrating on God. Yeah. And now they got rest. All them battles are starting to come to an end. It's a, it's a season of peace. Amen. I want to tell you, concentrate on God. Your season of peace coming. Amen. If you concentrate and get your focus to God, it's a season of peace coming. I know you might be in hell right now. I know you might be in a battle right now. I know you might be in a fight for your life, the fight for your children. You might be in all kind of fights and all kind of battles. But if you concentrate on God enough and say, I'm giving to him, the Bible says, the battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. Yeah, yeah, the battle is not mine, it's the Lord. So if I concentrate enough and say, God, I can't keep on this battle. I'm going to give it to you and let you have a lip. My season of peace is coming. They got rest from all their enemies. See, what trusting me out, this society gives us a false sense of security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, now I'm old. I'm old now. Society gives us a false sense of security. What you mean, Pastor? Uh, they want us to believe that, watch this. While you're young, you ain't got to serve God. You're young. False sense of security. Yeah, God will be waiting on you when you get older. That's what they want us to think. But I watch the news. I see Facebook. It's young folk living out here all the time. Young folk, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, young folk, 21, young folk live out here all the time. And the world makes you think, I can get to that church stuff later when I get older. Yeah, I can get close with God later because I got time. Who told us we had time? Who told us what our end date was going to be? Who told? Because I guarantee you, some people knew what they knew now, they would have lived different. If they knew now, what they knew then, what they knew now, some of them games they wouldn't have played. Some of that time in the street they wouldn't have did. Some of them lies they wouldn't have told. Some of that stealing, some of that killing, that conniving they wouldn't have did. If they know, it would have caused me to exit early. That's good. That's good. So when you find God in your youth, you ought to be glad you did. Woo. Yeah, yeah. When you can find God in your young day, you ought to be glad that you did. Yeah, yeah. I look at that's why we trying to focus and we trying to pump into these young people. Amen. Thank God for seeing the, the youngs and the teenagers. We trying to pump into y'all and give y'all some wisdom and encourage y'all because the sooner y'all know it, that Daniel was a teenager, Mary was a teenager, Amazing was a teenager. There's plenty of teenagers in the Bible that did amazing things. Jesus was twelve teaching in the temple. There's plenty of young people in the Bible that did amazing things, but we don't talk about that enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Joshua has been faithful for a long time. He calls all the people together, the elders, the leaders. He said, look here, I need all y'all to come together because I need y'all to understand how good God's been. Because there was a generation of old folk that caused these young people to doubt God. 
Woo, it was a generation of young, older people that caused us to not get what we had because we didn't understand how good God was. So I'm calling, I'm old now. I ain't got that much time to live, but I need to make sure y'all carry on the legacy and show these younger people how important it is to worship God, how important it is to love God, how important it is to move in faith. Because if we don't teach them, the world gonna teach them something else. Woo, Jesus. Look at what he told him, y'all. Verse 23, 6 and 7. So be very careful to follow everything Moses wrote in the book of instruction. Do not deviate from it, turning either to the right or to the left. Make sure you do not associate with people, with the other people still remaining in the land. Don't even mention their names of their gods, much less swear by them. Or serve them or worship them. Woo, he's giving them some specific instructions. I seen what idolatry do. It almost destroyed us. We've all lost family members. We've all lost individuals we love because they love the idolatry so much. Because they love the gods of other people. Because they didn't move in faith. So I'm trying to help y'all out. This is why you have to make a time. This is why you have to make time to choose God for yourself. Yeah, the word of God is what leads us to life. He says, follow the instructions that Moses wrote in the book of instructions. You have to stay on the straight path, my God. Yeah, to get on the straight path, I can't look to the left or right. Do not deviate is what he told him, my God. Amen, yeah. Do not deviate is what he told him. I hope y'all see the roads there. I want to make sure I see the roads. Because the places, the people, places, and things you and your family associate with will determine if you deviate. Yeah, let me take my time right here. Can I take my time right here? Take my time right here. Look who I said. The people, places, and things you and your family associate will determine if you deviate. Parents, stop coming to church by yourself. Amen. Praise God. I love y'all. This is real. We got to stop coming to church by ourselves. Why is that important? Because we got to let them know they can read in school. They can read their Bible. Amen. Yeah, amen. And you can do a TikTok dance, you can do a praise dance. Praise God, amen. I see, I see my kids back. My, my kids included, amen. Ain't no kids exempt. This is real. Exactly. If you can learn a city girl song, you can sing Maverick City. Praise God, amen. You better say it. Let's be for real. What are we doing if we ain't going to help these kids out? You can play in a sport, you athletic, you can serve in a church in some type of capacity. God has blessed you with that gift that you got. But we let them look to the ref, left and right so much. And then we get mad when they ungrateful. Come on, come on. We let them look left and right. We don't keep them focused on the straight. We let them look left and right every direction. And then when they ungrateful, we get upset at our children. When they disrespectful, we get upset with our children. When they not interested in the things of God, we get upset. We allow the world to seduce them by the gods of this world. And now they can't focus on the straight path. Do not deviate left or right. They stay on the straight path, which means we got to stay focused. Joshua was trying to get everyone to understand and be careful to love the Lord your God. He knows he's dying. And he sees how what complaining and idolatry has done to his people. So the next thing, just watch this. I got to make sure I'm clear. Idolatry angers God. Can everybody say that with me? Idolatry angers God. We can't play with this thing. First commandment. Y'all should have no other gods 
before me. Don't make any images. Don't bow down to them. Don't worship them. First commandment. He a jealous God. I'm not going to be putting breath in your body and you thanking everybody else. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I ain't going to give you the ability to think, move, and walk and have your being. And then you know all this other stuff and you worshiping the creation instead of the creator. It makes him upset. It makes him angry. It's disrespectful. Come on, children. You done worked hard. Parents, I mean, you done worked hard about all your kids something for Christmas and got them decked out looking good. And they call somebody else and say, thank you for all my stuff. Look at y'all. Y'all got belts flashing across y'all forehead. Y'all got belts, iron cords, praise God. Race car tracks, all that stuff flashing across. All kinds of stuff flashing across your forehead. How dare you? Call Joe Blow who ain't bought nothing. I'm sorry, my kids. I said, you know what? Y'all, I, I eliminated Santa Claus from the jump. Destiny, she ain't never known about no Santa Claus. Never. I said, all oh, this overtime I'm working, I'm in the snow carrying mail. You think I'm about to go get? You think I'm about to get some uh, fake person some credit? Nah, you need to know where your blessing came from. God said you need to know where your blessing came from. You need to know who gave you your strength, who gave you your life, who gave you your activity, your limbs, who gave you your five senses. Thank me for that. Idolatry. It angers God, y'all. Look at this, y'all. 23 and 16. If you break the covenant of the Lord, your God, by worshiping and serving other gods, his anger will burn against you. And you will quickly vanish from the good land he has given you. He's trying to help them out. He said, look here, y'all. I done been through this thing before. I was at the brink of the blessing and had to turn around and walk for 40 years because of complaining and idolatry. He don't play that. Uh, And let's be real. Can we be honest? Can I be be transparent so hopefully y'all can get free too? All of us is guilty of that sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting someone or something above God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about my whole life. At one point, I worshiped girls in my life. Praise God. Amen. Let's be for real. Young fellas, amen, amen. Worship girls. They were more important to me than God. I worship my shoes. Yeah, Jordans. Nice. Look at that mama clap. I remember that. Praise God. You teach it, come on. Were more important to me than God. I worship Alan Iverson, my favorite player. Knew everything about AI, everything. Wanted to play like him, cornrow like him, all that. Cause I worship. I worship hip hop. Yeah. Love my music. Couldn't tell me nothing about my music. Knew every song. Come on, you pull up a UGK, I can go bar for bar with you. It ain't left. It's, it's, it's engraved in my heart. I know it. It ain't going nowhere. I worship sex. Come on. I, I worship all these things other than God. I worship, watch this, because God showed me this back in 06. I worship my PlayStation 2. Yeah. We on five now, I know. But, but I was worshiping PlayStation 2. You know how I know? Because after I gave my life to God, uh, those that played Madden, I'm talking about probably, probably like 06, talking about 06 and stuff, and 05, those that played the old school Maddens. If you had a memory card for your PlayStation, it kept your hours and tracked your time. It logged how much time you spent in Madden. And when I looked at my Madden hours, it was a crazy amount. I used to get it down. I used to I'd put your money down. I'm taking money in Madden. Uh, I used to play so much. And I looked at all them hours in my Madden card, and I said, man, come on. ain't no way I spend that much time reading my Bible. Come on, come on. Ain't no way I spend that much time praying. 
Ain't no way I spent that much time serving God. So when I look back on my life, watch this. With Lady Thomas and I wasn't getting along. When I had issues at my job that I couldn't understand. My consumption of drugs and alcohol at that point in my life. All this stuff was going on and all I really wanted was some joy and some peace. I didn't get it. Why? Because my life was filled with idols. Come on, come on. That's good. That's good. I can't have the peace of God with idols in my life. I can't have it. It's impossible to have it. When other things, watch this, you can't fill your life with idols and think you're going to be fulfilled in life. Amen. You can't do it. If God won't allow it to happen, because he has to show you he is all that we need. Yeah. But when we put things above and we get confused and don't understand that, but we can be just like the Israelites. We going through, we upset, and then we blame God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get mad at him. He don't even realize he put people and places and things in our lives to help us to get rid of all this idolatry. So Joshua again brings everybody together, y'all. He's old. He's about to die. He's 110 years old at this time, y'all. Wow. He's lived through the exodus of Egypt. He was there for all the plagues. He was there to walk through the Red Sea. He lived through the exodus of Egypt. He then gets to the promised land. Then does not get in. He has to walk around the wilderness for 40 years. Because he doesn't, doesn't get in because of the people complaining. He, he, he lived. He fought and got the people to the promised land. He lived and fought. Got the people to the promised land. He's seen people pray for things. God answered their prayers, and as soon as God answered their prayers, they didn't want it no more and wanted to go back to bondage. Mm. This is Joshua's life story. He wow. see all this. Wow. So in his final speech is what he said. Yeah, look at this, 24 and 14. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Come on, come on. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worship when they live beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt, serve the Lord alone. And as I'm dealing with this message, y'all, God began to tell me, I got to talk about it. This is our idols. Let's talk about our idols. Amen. Let's talk about it. I want y'all to see uh, our idols. Amen. Next one. Our idols. Our idols. Our idols. Yeah, I want to see our idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The God of music. The God of technology, come on, phones and social media have changed our lives. The, the God of fashion, not, not, nothing wrong with having nice things, but if I could spend $2,000 on an item and struggle to give God $20, come on, come on. something come ain't on. right in my heart. Something, something ain't clicking there. The God of sports, I'm going to show you how the God of sports works. But the God of sports, yes, the God of sports, Pastor, Katrina happened in August in 2005. The Superdome was rebuilt in eight months. Mm. It's 17 years later. Some parts of New Orleans still ain't been rebuilt. Still ain't recovered. But they need a temple for that God to worship in. Anybody been in New Orleans, they serious about their saints. But the temple needs a place of worship. I see Beyonce up there. And and y'all got to understand that, 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 that. as a, as a believer, I'm talking to you as a believer. You ain't a believer, do what you do. But as a believer, she's deceiving so much to the point her lyrics are disrespectful. I know I said church girl. She talked about one, one, one thing about uh, using the page of the Bible to cover her menstrual. She talks about being a uh, uh, different guys. Y'all know who Sasha Fierce was. And she talks about a spirit coming inside of me. And then I just learned this. They call the Bay Hive. A hive is a large group of witches. 
She not a bee for real. A hive, a coven, a large group of witches. And you got people that's willing to take their tax refund and go get tickets to this concert to think they ain't about to be part of some kind of worship experience. Come on, come on. That all these people chanting and screaming her name and bowing down ain't real. Jay-Z, I put a, it's an old picture of Jay-Z up there, but I want to focus on his shirt. It says, do what thou will. And you look at that like, okay, Pastor, that's a hoodie, that's fine. But do what thou will is a statement made, it's called the Book of the Law by a man named Aleister Crowley, a demonic man. He, his nickname was 666 the Beast. See, everybody doesn't know that. Come on, come on. He, 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 he specialized in doing black magic and spells, specialized in this. Why would Jay-Z wear a hoodie? Acknowledging that man because he calls himself Jehovah. He thinks he's God. And he doesn't honor the God of the Bible. The God did the Grammys. It, it bothers me, it burned me to see so many Christians celebrate a man who constantly disrespects your God, disrespects your Jesus. Extremely. And then we sit there and honor and celebrate him. What? Because he got a billion dollars? Who cares? Marcy Project still look like trash. What's the point of having all this stuff if I'm not even going to help the people that need it most? Anytime you a person and the people that came up with you don't rock with you no more, you a special kind of snake. Uh, if the people that came up with me don't fool with me no more, don't associate with me no more, that should throw up a red flag somewhere. Something ain't right. But we honor him. Little Wayne in that picture I have behind me is a part of a video he was in. And right there he said, these hoes love me like Satan in that song and then the horns appear on his head. But we know all Lil Wayne songs. I used to worship Lil Wayne too. I, mean, I put, put myself there. I know uh, the old school. I can't. I don't listen to new stuff like that. I, I jump in there now and then so I keep doing the young people doing. But, but, but give me block is hot. I can go oh, bar yeah. for bar. You give it to me. I'll probably Carter, still do it. Yeah, yeah, get Carter. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go bar for bar to Carter. I, 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 06. It went to 06. Amen. But, 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 but understand what these people do. Soldiers, I'm going to give y'all an example. Soldier Slim's son. Y'all know Soldier Slim? Amen. His son saw Lil Wayne. He said, I ain't never met Wayne before. I wanted to meet him. I said, what's up? I'm Soldier Slim's son. He said, do I care? I'm a guy. He said, I wanted to knock him out. Like, how dare you talk to me like that? But these people feel they like that because we put them on the throne just to look up and get spit on. They tell you how much money they got, how much cars they got, how much ice they got, how many women they got. The life I got, you ain't living, and we foolish enough to go buy it. Have mercy. King Von, self-proclaimed demon. I know some young folk know the song. Self-proclaimed. I'm a demon. That's what he's saying. Gosh, that's crazy to think. It's getting influence in our minds. He's saying he's a demon. And planting that into our kids. City girls. Praise God. Jesus, yeah. But church don't talk about this stuff. This stuff we gotta talk about because it's real. It's real. If you let your daughter listen to Carisha, please, please stop today. Please stop. Please. She's boastful about her relationship with Diddy. That is just fornication. A man that has no intentions. On marrying her. No intention of making her an honorable woman. She just used for fornication. Yeah, yeah. She talks about being bisexual. She talks about crazy sexual acts. She talks about letting people urinate on her. 
And you're going to let your child, let her be an influence in her life? You're going to let your daughter have her as a, a possible role model? Possible? No, you can't speak into my child life. You're the opposite of what I want my child to be. But if we ain't watching and praying and praying and watching, the children are doing whatever. You see Tom Brady up there. Uh, uh, greatest quarterback of all time. That's cool in the game. But he testifies. You can look it up for yourself that his ex, well, ex, about to be ex-wife now, Gazelle, is a witch. She's done numerous rituals for him. He said, I learned a quick question to her. She got my special stones. She built me an altar at the stadiums. The witch left with me at the worst season of his life. Right? Because of the energy. He, he said, I, I just learned to trust her because it works. Think she didn't put a spell on him for leaving? But we, we, we celebrate these people. LeBron James. This has nothing to do with basketball because I love basketball. He broke the scoring record. That Nike commercial that came on after, there was a whole sermon. He's done so much already. When you say his name, he goes higher and higher. You go higher and higher when you say his name. We are witness. Is he Jesus? And, and if he didn't want that worship, watch this as a man. LeBron saw the commercial before anybody. Nah, that's, that's put me in somewhere I'm not. Don't do that. We, we can figure out another way to, to, to do a commercial, but I don't want to be even referenced to Jesus or God in that way. But these people love worship. And because we give it to them. All our worship. It's so many brothers I know in this era that know so much about LeBron, but I don't know if they even seen their children. I have no idea. I have no idea. I didn't know LeBron's stats. I'm not sure they know their kids' birthdays or GPAs. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. I know they know how many points LeBron got, what he averaged, what he did in 2003 as a rookie. I know what awards he got, what he averaged in the fight. I know all that stuff. You think that you can know all that and not know nothing about God or pray with your family? And God ain't looking like this is idolatry. But these are our idols. And I'm telling you now, God won't compete with no idols. God won't stand with no idol. He God, he's standing alone. Matter of fact, Jesus said this. If you love your husband, wife, mother, father, sister, brother, children, more than you love me, you ain't even worthy to be my disciple. That's Jesus said. Because he knows why you can love your family to the fullest. Y'all know I love this woman. I know I love my children. I love y'all. But God got to be in that number one spot. The moment I put him below the number one spot, I'm in dangerous grounds. Woo. So we'll go back to where we started, y'all. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the God of the Amorites, whose land you live in now? But as for me and my family, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, look here, y'all. I can't make the choice for you, my God. He said, I'm done right here. I can't make the choice for you. I've seen too much. I've seen too much complaining, too much idolatry. I've seen people leave God. I've seen people award against God. I've seen too much. So all in all, I can't make this decision for you. But as for me and my house, 
we're going to serve the Lord. Yes. As a believer, y'all, are you going to make a decision as for you and your house? Or are you going to let the world run your house? Yeah. You're going to let idolatry lead your house. Come on. Ain't nothing wrong with liking the sports. I love sports. I enjoy it. It's fun. Like movies. Like, not, like nothing's wrong with anything until that thing controls you. When, when, when it takes the place of God, you in dangerous ground. Whether it be money, be a car, it be jewelry, whatever. But you got to make a decision. We all choose our priorities. We all choose what's important for us. I, I, I remember acting like I had no time to read my Bible, but I could jump on the PlayStation all night. Right? We, we, we act like there's no time for this and no time for that sometimes, right? We do that. But then we look at our time and say, dang, it really, I didn't have time. It just went in my heart. So God help me to align my heart with you so I can have time for what I like to do, but nothing takes time over you. That you are a priority. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things he will add unto you. If you need to make a decision for Christ today, give God your heart. You got to give yourself away. If you need to make a decision, watch this. Salvation is first and foremost if you're not saved. But maybe I need to make a decision that me and my house going to serve the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have us go through another year like we've been going through. This going to be the year that things change. This is going to be the year that faith is even more real. This is the year that we're going to stand on righteousness. This is the year we're going to pray more. This is the year we're going to read more. This is the year I'm going to get myself together so I can go lay hands on my children and believe I'm setting up their destiny and God is blessing them. But as for me and my house, and us as the adults, we choose how the house goes. We choose. Or we can be so concerned about our life so concerned about what we got going on. So concerned about what we want to do and how we want to live. That it's, it's, it's a free-for-all in the house. And I'm telling you now, the devil going to use any entertainer he can, any sports person, anybody, anybody he can use to get into your child's ear, he going to do it. And he wants to build up such a love and an affinity for this person that no matter right or wrong, whatever they do, you will defend them. Don't matter if they go against God's word. Don't matter if they say things against the Bible. No, it doesn't matter if they disrespect God. But you will, they will find a way to defend them. If the enemy can get them in their heart. So I got to ask you as an individual, what do you want to do? Anybody want to make a decision for Christ? Maybe if you need to be saved, I said, let today be your day. But on the same token, if you want to make a declaration today, say, look here, but as for me and my house, my house ain't going to be the same. 2023 would be the year my house changed. It would be the year my house walked in deliverance. It would be the year my house walked in blessings. It would be the year my house will never be the same. I'm going to stand up hard and say my house will never be the same. I need a healing in my house. And this is the year, amen. I want all my children to come up here, thank God. We 
not exempt. We need God to do the most in our lives. We need God to do the most in our house. We got to make a declaration. Yes, Lord. That God, we need something different. We need something new. I can't let, I can't let, I can't let another year go by like this. I'm sick of the enemy think he's going to have my kids. I'm sick of the enemy think he's going to sway my kids. And let's be for real, enemies of Canaveral, they got to build their own testimony, but I'm here to help them build it. I'm here to show them the way. I know they got to bump their heads sometimes. They got to make their own mistakes. I get all that. But at the end of the day, they going to know where I can come back to and have that healing and have that deliverance and have that strength. We're here to help. Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, Lord. God, we thank you. We bless you, oh God. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank God. Thank y'all for coming. Amen. Praise God. This is the year of change. We're not going to let nothing be the same. This is the year of change. The year of healing. The year of deliverance. The year of as for me and my house. Well, we're going to all join hands. Amen. Amen. As for me and my house. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will serve the Lord. As for me, Jesus, as for me and my house, we have the power, we have the authority. God has blessed us as parents. See, see, see. God called us to be thermostats in our house, y'all. Come on. See, a thermostat is, is not just a heater or a cooler. It's connected to it. But see, the thermostat controls the temperature in the house. My God. My God. Yeah. Daniel, make way in front, son. Um, that so much as that it controls the climate in the house. So let's be for real. Our kids go to school, they influenced by other people. Let's be for real. Be, I'm a realist. Amen. I'm a pastor and I'm a realist. Some songs, my, I'm like, how you know that song where you hear it from? Because you ain't heard it in my house, right? You ain't heard it here. Where you get it from? So they get influenced. But you still got to let them know where you stand. That's it. You still gotta let them know ah, that don't honor God. You still gotta let them know no, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't agree with that in my spirit. You gotta let them know not that it's okay, and leave them to themselves because they kids, and the devil will try his hardest to get your kids. He wants your kids. Why? Because if I got your kids, it's a good chance I'm gonna get their kids. That's it, generation. I let you go to heaven. I let you go ahead and live your best life, or get to heaven. But I got your kids. Yeah. So it's a good chance I got your kids, kids. No more than ask for me in my house. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. You gotta speak it. You gotta ask for me. Say it and believe it. Ask for me. Ask for me in my house. In my house. That's it. We gonna serve the Lord. That's it. Amen. That's it. We're not gonna let this, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna let the enemy corrupt us. We're not gonna let the enemy win. We're gonna fight. We're gonna battle. He in for a fight. You ain't I'm not gonna give you my children. I'm not going to give you my household. We're going to battle and we're going to fight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to join hands, y'all. We need God to give us more. Lord, give us you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, give me And if y'all parents have kids, y'all want to come up and stay in the gap for it, go ahead and do that. Your kids is not here. I say come and stay in the gap for your children. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hope is not too late. Ooh, thank you, Lord. 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 Thank
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Trying to come into our house, oh God. We ask, oh God, right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, you forgive us, oh God. We thank you.